internal podcast has been kind of a wing it vibe. Sure. Which is fine. But sometimes wing it's not the best when it goes to communicating with the entire company. And I think the authentic um, the authentic platform of podcasting is helpful, but it also works against you in some, some cases, sure. as I've learned. So going forward from an internal podcast sense, it's, I think, still the mo- one of the most important mediums I have to mm-hmm. connect with the, the company yeah. and to get messages out from the top and just the horse's mouth, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But in- include the leadership group along the way on informing what the most timely... Po- what to talk about. What to talk about, you. how to talk about it, and think it through a little bit before we jump on the microphone and just, oh, yeah. here, here's the topic. Send it. Go. Go. Yeah. Yeah. I... I've something I thought about a good bit, and that's why, like, whenever there is a leadership person in Nashville, I try to bring them in here if we're recording. Mm-hmm. Just because you're the only one who lives here, um, it just is trickier, and I don't really know that you doing a remote internal podcast is any, is worth doing. Absolutely. Um, no. So I like that that kind of being the way to bring in the people who also should be communicating to the whole company. It's just like you know, what should we be talking about? Mm-hmm. Is there somebody who's speaks is there like a spokesperson for the leadership team or is that you you're you're, you're looking at him i'm looking yeah. at you okay yeah but um jessica is an excellent representative that's what i was saying she would the collective know. leadership team yeah okay going forward i think it'll be a lot more cohesive then. totally fine I, I mean i think there have been so many things that were low-hanging fruit that we needed to dig into or that felt like really valuable for us mm-hmm. but kind of uh, we've done a hundred of these yeah. You know, like eventually there are less hanging, less low hanging fruits. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, if I don't have a lot of context for what's kind of going on behind the scenes, I can't really ask about it. And your, um, your definition of low hanging fruit is different because you're taller. It's true. There's you're, a lot more can, fruit. Yeah. You can access I, a lot I more. You reach fruit. a lot more fruit. Yeah. Um, but that idea of, you know, how can I um, help the leadership team communicate things that were like just starting to, you know, distribute or, or, dig into or whatever that is mm-hmm. oh, i think that makes sense and that brings us to this week's topic goosh, goosh, goosh. yeah we haven't talked in a couple of weeks either really been on the road travels travel is time such sheet. a dude <laughs> it, it messes with your perception of time so much mm-hmm. it feels like it fit yeah, I, I guess like three weeks has gone by because of Europe, and uh, I, I don't even know what the hell's happened the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess I haven't been around in a while. Yeah, I mean, you left the day after I played that show with Nia, and I feel like I've done a lot of life since then. I have too, but in a different place. In a different place. <laughs> so it's just, I, and especially international, you get you get back, and it takes you a little bit because you recognize, oh, oh, okay, I'm home. Oh, the signs are all in the language I'd speak. It's like, oh, yeah. oh, wow, the food is familiar again. Thank goodness. I think one thing that I do struggle with coming back from like a trip, whether I'm working or not, um, I would say this does not apply to like, you know, I went so somewhere for Saturday and Sunday, but something that like happens during the week that is outside of my comfort zone. When I come back, I think my brain's like, all right, now I can just kind of like ramp my way up back into like life. And it's like, no, I need to show up. Like the minute I'm back to like where I normally live my life, I have to be turn it all the way back on again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like there's something in my head that's like, oh yeah, well now that I'm back from like this trip and now I can kind of figure out what's the next thing. It's like, no, I, I got to go. Um, I think that's 
essentially what being an adult is. But yeah, sometimes I have to intentionally be like, nope, go. Not yeah. a break. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't think I've ever been going harder. Like, we went to Europe and we covered a lot of ground in Europe. Yeah. I get back. What do I do when I get back? You're back Thursday. Day that I get back. So I get back Thursday evening. I guess I worked all day Friday. Jeez. So then I come back to Central Time. Then I wake up at 1.30 Saturday, mm-hmm. drive to Georgia, shoot all weekend. Don't sleep, really, Saturday night yeah. in Eastern Time. Sure. Come back to Central Time. Tomorrow we fly to Vegas, which I believe is on Pacific Time now. Mm-hmm. Then we go to Mountain Time in Utah. Then I come back to Central Time. And then I run a marathon on Saturday. And then I go to Colorado next week. You better be taking a lot of vitamins this week, brother. I am. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've gone this hard. And it's like a little scary. I'm like, hmm, we're going we're gonna to break something here. We're going to find out. Hey, you know, we're going to, like you've said many times, like you want to keep that pedal down going into the holiday break. And you might just do that. It is down. But it's also be down. The example. It's also down for our team. Yeah. Again, it's not like you're the only one. Topic of the week. Really showing up. Yeah. No. no. Yeah. So uh, I I do everything around here. I wish everybody worked as hard as I did. (laughs) Uh, The very first (laughs) sentence you said when we were recording, uh, like your build it story, was your, (laughs) you said, like, I'm the only one, uh, like, who does anything around here. I am build it. I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going to start every podcast with that. Just go ahead and play that. that's a good thing to get on a microphone. Okay, so a lot of stuff going on here at the Buildwit. Also, on the new podcast intro, I just want to make a company note. I would like to do as much of the voiceover work as possible. Right. For stuff. Sure. For stuff. Like even like that, in, you know, it was a really cool Dirt World video. Yeah. They used a guy. It's like, I want to. It's Pat. I want to do that. Oh, yeah. they used Pat? It's Pat. Sorry, Pat. You're out of a job. I get it. I get it was it. definitely a well. Aaron is in Europe. Yeah, yeah, totally get it. Totally, but, but you're correct. I'm with you. I think the majority of those things make sense for you to do them until mm-hmm. we hire, you know, somebody whose only job is to be a professional voice actor, and then we'll deal with it then. Yes, I just feel like it makes it more authentic. It does, especially with the podcast when it's me. Also, you, yeah. yeah. And I think that was. We don't really need to get into it, but I think having him do it for like the podcast thing was truly because we weren't going to be able to record that podcast before today. Mm-hmm. So it was like, we need to get something moving on there at least. And so that was kind of, I think the, the short term goal, um, but we can also replace it as soon okay. as possible. All right. So there we go. Anyway, anyway, what we're talking about the dirt world, the dirt world, but not just the dirt world as an idea, mm-hmm. the dirt world as like an actual thing we're doing. Yeah. So let me, Let me think about the best way to present this. So the overall strategy of the business has been as followed. One, tell stories about the dirt world. Get people exposed to what the heck our industry does. Mm -hmm. Because historically, we have not told that story. So I start telling stories on my own. We grow into a marketing business. Telling stories, helping companies do branding, video work, design, websites, social, SEO, all of that jazz. From a storytelling standpoint, it's all still storytelling. Get the word out about my company so that I can go win new work. I can attract my workforce. I can inspire, re-inspire my current workforce. And I can help change the narrative of the industry. Storytelling. 
still do plenty of that. It's fundamental to the strategy. You go the next level down, but there's not one magic potion here. We can't solve and overcome the workforce challenge the industry's facing. Can't make the dirt world a better place. Solve the overcome the workforce challenge through just storytelling. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work. So we had to go that next level. What's that next level? And it's not even the next level. It's just we have to go to another level that is training and development. So we need to help make contractors, uh, give contractors the ability to invest in their current workforce and bring new workers that we're inspiring through storytelling potentially up to speed on job sites as quickly as possible to cover the gap that is only widening from accelerating retirements, demand of work, whatever that is. And that is build with training. So we have storytelling, get the word out. We have training, grow the industry, grow the workforce. And then the next piece is community. And this has always been the big picture part of the strategy. Mm-hmm. And this is where BuildWit will ultimately be the most valuable player in our industry, the most influential player, is we're going to go create the community our industry needs. Right now, the problem is the industry is fragmented. Um, everybody is trying to attack this problem in their own way or they don't know how to attack the problem. And so you have 200 plus thousand companies all running around in different directions. And you have some companies in the middle, maybe some associations, but there's no one entity or individual that is getting everybody rowing in the same direction. And that is the community function. How do we get our industry together and start thinking like a team? Mm -hmm. Because most other industries, if you look at how most other industries are structured, they all think like teams, technology. Airlines, cars, whatever it is, most other industries are dominated by just a few players. All of those few players, they talk with one another. They don't really compete. They do, but they don't. There's games going on. Mm -hmm. And they all make sure, first and foremost, that whatever policy or whatever is being done is in the collective industry's best interest. Construction is so fragmented and so competitive, we don't have that. And to compete in this competitive environment from a workforce standpoint, we, we need that. We need, mm-hmm. we need that in some form. So that's always been the goal. Yeah. And that was really that, that it will, will, will be that what we were calling build with connect product. So that is kind of the strategy to just preface this conversation. Storytelling, training, community. Mm-hmm. So communities, that's, that's always been the strategy. We've talked that way, I think, for years now. Years. Like, we're, we're building that community, but we're going to do something with that. Years. And, and a lot of people within our business, our customers in the industry have been frustrated because it seems like we're always running around doing different things. That is true. We're experimenting. We don't have a map to follow. So we have to go, if we come up upon two doors, go through one of them, figure out what's behind the door. Is the door good? Is the door bad? If it's good, okay, then we go to go to the next door. If it's bad, we have to go back out that door as quickly as mm-hmm. we can go in the next door. Yeah. That's what that's the downside of pioneering. There isn't anything to follow. So mm-hmm. you have to go fail. You have to go make mistakes. But also at the same time, that creates a massive opportunity. If you can continue to tolerate the failure, pursue the failure, figure this out, pioneer, stay ahead of everybody else, you can then go create a market and go capture that market before anybody else does. So it's frustrating, yes, but we have always been on a version of this path. Yeah. 
And it's taken a lot of experimentation to get to this point. So the community, the community side of this is we'll have a, a digital platform, but right now the foundation of it is the dirt world movement. The, the, the genius of the dirt world movement is that it removes BuildWit from the equation, which is counterintuitive, but it makes the industry the hero and we're just the guide there to support the industry. Mm-hmm. Right now, there's been mixed messages as far as, well, BuildWit's the hero. No, we don't want to be the hero. We want the industry to be the hero. And this is a clear way to separate ourselves. So we're here to support and create and foster and accelerate this dirt world movement but it's not really our movement. It's the industry's movement. And it's the way for the industry to gather together and, and start building this community yeah. that everybody needs to, to communicate more effectively, learn faster, um, and just grow as an industry and move in one direction. So it, it, it pulls us back and gives us a vehicle that's beyond BuildWit to gather the industry. And if we do that, our whole business grows, more training sales, more services sales, and then we can use that community to feed into the digital platform we'll create for it as well. Yeah. So that's always been the plan. The question, the big question, the question we did not answer a few weeks ago was why the hell are we doing it now? So that brings us to money. Now, we invested $10 million dollars as I've explained from Jonathan Campbell, Randy Blunt, we invested that capital throughout a majority of this year so far. We burned it up in about end of July, August. We took that capital. We grew from a marketing business to a marketing and software business and built a product, built what will be you know nearly a thousand training videos by the end of this year. And, and created a whole company from scratch in under a year. Yeah. But in the process of doing so, created a lot of burn. We've talked about this. You have to invest up front to go create a product. There's burn. A lot of companies have grown this way. You, you can run a company differently than your, your finances at home, for example. If, you, if you're running a deficit at home, that's bad. That's not good. But companies, most of the... Most of the the most successful companies in history have have recorded a burn for a substantial period of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you leverage outside capital to accelerate your growth, build products that don't necessarily exist. So we then went to the market. We've raised two and a half million officially. Two point seven five has closed. We are in the process of closing an additional three and a half million as we speak. But we didn't really have that set in stone a few weeks ago. It's still not set in stone. Yeah. So we asked ourselves, okay, hey, we were, we were, services is, is doing its job right now. Services is killing it. They're profitable. Yeah. So that's, that's great. Just barely. It's not significant enough to contribute to lowering our burn quite yet, but, but they're doing great. Then we have training. Training sales have grown. We've done nearly $700,000 of training sales in six months. In the slow season, mm-hmm. we have a pipeline of, uh, over $800,000, a closable pipeline of over $800,000. So there's a lot in play there. But the problem is the sales cycle is longer than we thought, and it's going to take longer for this product to mature. So mm-hmm. sales that we thought would be there, and we went real aggressive, are not necessarily there. We need more time for training. Okay, great. 
but that's okay because we have investment coming in. Well, investment's taken longer than we've we've anticipated too. As I explained, there are irons in the fire. We're working on it. We're we're, we're doing everything we can. It's it's panning itself out, but it's taking more time than we thought as well. Yeah, taking a lot of time. The markets change. Contractors are very difficult to 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 get on board. The the VCs have, have, have are ruled out for this round because we've already set the terms. We've already raised some money. We've done it in an unconventional manner. So we're working that out. I'm confident we'll get what we need. But again, training sales is slower, investment slower. So a few weeks ago, we were like, hey, we need to reduce burn in another way. The two ways of doing that is cut expenses. And the only expense to cut is people. Mm-hmm. Or find another alternative to go raise money to go increase our revenue monthly that reduces the burn yeah you reduce burn two ways lower expenses grow revenue so we thought hey we are up against the wall right now and welcome to a startup this is again this is just this is not new this is the world i've lived in for five years we're up against the wall right now how can we go earn revenue faster Mm -hmm. And that's when we thought, why don't we accelerate this whole concept of building a community, building a movement, creating the dirt world and allowing individuals and companies to contribute to our mission, support us without necessarily making a big investment. The problem with the investment is it it just goes into straight logic mode. We just had a call with contractors and they said, hey, the investment's just a lot to wrap our minds around. But if you came to us and said, give us some money and here's what you'll get out of it. We would do that all day long. It's an emotional play. Yeah. It'd be for the same amount. And Randy mm-hmm. joked and he said, well, it doesn't really make sense. You can either <laughs> you can either spend this money, get equity and potential for an enormous R or spend the same amount of money and not not get that. But that's what they would rather do. Well, they'd rather just get the the sure thing tomorrow. They want to feel saying? no, they want to feel good. Oh, I see what you're saying. They want they, they want to feel good. So this allows us to go reach out to contractors and offer them something that they're more likely willing to contribute to, you know, a $2,500 contribution, $10,000 contribution, up to potentially even a $50,000 contribution for different, for different things. Mm-hmm. But tie it back to a, a movement, not BuildWit. This was the problem with founding members. It tied back to BuildWit. It was still a business proposition at the end of things. Yeah. This is not. This is a, how are we going to go solve this workforce problem? You want to go help us? You like what we're doing? Support us. And here's what you get. You get a few different things depending on the level you come into, but it allows us to engage companies at a different level and also allows us to go to the marketplace and say, hey, we need your help. Investment, we can't do that because it's a private offering. Mm-hmm. Where we're strongest is our network and social media reach. Yeah, I can't go on social media and say we're raising investment. I can't leverage our entire network. You can you even, are you allowed to even like say those words? Like you can't mention Technically, it. the lawyers have said no. Okay. It's a gray area. But I can go say, hey, we're building a movement. We need your help. And companies can come on board. Interesting. Okay. See? Sure. And then if they say, how can I help even more? Yeah, well, well <laughs> we have an open Series A round and you can contribute uh, whatever you'd like. And here's what that looks like. Because it essentially becomes you, you're drumming up this relationship. And then exactly. Now, and then so, now it's a private thing. And then how do we get engage individuals? So that's the company side of things. Mm-hmm. And the theory is we can go. I don't see why we can't go raise five million from the industry at that level. We have a lot of people that love what we do and want to be a part of it. 
We just haven't given them a way to do so. Mm -hmm. And yes, they can go by training. Yes, they can engage with services, but services has a barrier to entry. You have to be a big company to get into services. And a majority of businesses are not a big company in our industry. And then two, training is, is, well, it's, 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 it's great, but it's a new product we have to go implement and it doesn't necessarily, it helps me, but from like a big picture stamp, it it doesn't, it's not get me involved. I want to be a part of really growing our industry. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a different proposition. And then we have the individual side. We have individuals that want to support us, but we've never once given an individual in our industry a means to support us other than just consuming our content, Mm -hmm. listening to the podcast, watching the vlog, whatever it is, following on social media, commenting. We had a store for a little bit, but it, it, you know, it kind of just went away, been on a dusty shelf for a while. But how do we get individuals on board? How do we engage our audience? And we've been saying for years, our audience is why we have the ability to go do what we're going to go do. Yeah. But we haven't been able to put it in a tangible sense. It's still just numbers in the social media land, which to contractors still doesn't. So how do we put that in a very real sense? How can we say, yeah, we have thousands of individuals that have signed up to support the Dirt World movement. And in exchange, they go get some apparel or whatever it is, which I know there's enormous demand for any kind of apparel. Huge demand that we have not satisfied. And then how do we get companies? supporting us as well. So we get capital from individuals, from companies. We validate the value of our network. We build the foundation of the community Mm -hmm. we need. This will then help grow services and software sales because it's drumming up interest as far as what the heck's BuildWit doing because people are going to, what's this Dirt World movement? Who the heck is BuildWit if they haven't heard of us? then they're going to start going down the rabbit hole, learning more about us. And ultimately, too, if we can go do that, we can go finish out the Series A round by saying, hey, we don't just have a services business or software, but we also have, you know, a thousand companies that just signed up to support what the hell we're doing. And we have, you know, this many individuals that have just signed up to support what the hell we're doing. That is extraordinarily validating. And so now we're not just going to make the investment argument using ARR or revenue. We're also proving our value, our market value, by demonstrating how we can transition our following to real value in the world that will ultimately help contribute to growing our industry. So this isn't just a party trick. Mm-hmm. This isn't just a, a, a move of uh, an act of desperation. This is very strategic. It's just accelerated. Because we need to lower burn. And if we do that now, even if we get additional investment, where we're at, it's not going to change. We still need to lower burn, regardless of how much investment comes in. Yeah. Because if we lower that burn and say, you know, it's about $800,000 a month right now, we go down to 400000 Now that investment lasts twice as long. Now we're not just getting 10, 12 months. We're getting... 18 months, 20 months. And that is enormous for the sake of our security over the, the, the coming year or two, because things are likely to get a lot more tumultuous than they are right now. A lot more. And we want to be as, as sound as a business as possible. 
for the sake of our families, for the sake of whoever else we support, whatever bills we have, that kind of thing. First and foremost, as us as individuals, we want to be, we, we need to be secure. But then beyond that, so that we can make sure the dirt world can support society for the decades and generations to come. Because as we've explained, this problem is way bigger than any one of us. Mm-hmm. Way, way too important for us to just say, ah, we gave it a shot, but it's just not going to work. It feels like what brought us to this point is multiple times realizing, oh, we need to step even more out of the way than we are. We thought we were. Because I think um, when I think to like build with leaders or any of those things, it's like, yeah, see, like this is these people are in, developing themselves, but it still made us look like, yeah, see, here's what we have for you. And it made us like look like the hero, like you said. Mm-hmm. And so now, like at this point, we're, you know, I don't think in any of the uh, dirt world, you know, literature out there, I don't know that there's references to build it in the first place. No, it's, it's just deliberate. Yeah, it's on purpose. It's deliberate. Um, and so I think, obviously, I think there are parts of that could seem really simple. Just like, yeah, all we had to do was just like not talk about build it anymore. But like to get to a point where like that makes sense is like the next step for a business, I think is a, a tricky and difficult one to to find. Yeah. And so so that's why that's but that's why the answer is 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 why now? That's the best answer I can give is the, you know, the financial pressure is very real. We're working on it. We're we're good. But it's very real. And we need everybody's help here. Yeah. Everybody's help <laughs> to get through this. Cause we are doing something completely new, completely unproven. We're a startup. We're trying to go create a movement. We're trying to shift one of the most archaic industries that are one of the most fundamental industries completely in a, in a, in, in a completely different direction. That's not easy. That's not going to be quick. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not going to be fun, but it needs to be done. And we're the ones to do it. Um, but if we can go again, lower our burn, regardless of what investment comes in, we're better off. Yeah. And we need to, regardless of what investment comes in. I don't care if we go get 20 million tomorrow. It doesn't change the conversation. We still need to lower burn. And we're doing that by growing revenue, but we can do it in a few different ways. You know, again, services keeps doing what services is doing, killing it. Training keeps doing what training's doing, killing it. What are the other revenue streams on the dirt world side of things mm-hmm. that we can then go tap into? Get companies engaged, get individuals engaged, and grow that side and ultimately I think go raise a significant sum of money while building the foundation for the community that will ultimately go create the value of our organization long term mm-hmm. in which everybody wins from. The industry, us. So we asked a lot of the team a few weeks ago. We made the mistake. The leadership has has acknowledged our mistake. We did not very clearly articulate the why. We asked a lot of everybody without articulating the why. Everybody did a phenomenal job. We delivered what we what we did is something absolutely extraordinary and is the foundation of the movement that is going to go change this industry. Um, but I understand it was a, a huge ask of everybody. But that's why there was a sense of urgency. There still is a sense of urgency. There are some other irons in the fire right now. But that urgency still is very real. 
And the sooner we can pull this off, the sooner we can get the financial pressure lifted a little bit, reduce that burn, and ensure the investment we're bringing in, ensure that the, the longevity of our business is, is sound and ready to rock and roll. Mm-hmm. I also think that there's a lot of value in go, going ahead and engaging those individual um, followers, customers, whatever you want to call it, in a way that we've never been able to before. And we're like, oh, yeah, well, when, when build with connect is ready to go, then we'll start engaging with those people and let them help them engage with each other. And to me, like the thing that made the most sense was like, well, now we're just really, we're starting to collect them now. Like we're just doing that now as opposed to in the future. And we always, always were going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that made it a lot clearer to me. Um, and so I, I think one thing that I am both interested in and excited for is like finding ways that we can like bring value and make it so the people that like actively engage in like the dirt world campaign, the dirt world movement, like how we can bring them more and more value and more and more interest. Um, I think that's something I've been thinking about the last week or two. What we just started is enormous, Mm -hmm. way bigger than any one of us, I think realizes. And uh, it's, it's all because of the human capital of the team that we've created. Yeah. It's really amazing to see what this team's capable of. We know that this isn't the norm, but it is very cool to see what, like, again, just our, our potential. Yeah. Um, and we're going to keep running with this thing and make it what it needs to be to go become that movement that shifts this, this industry mm-hmm. and supports the rest of our business and sets up our future business. So it's, it's all really exciting stuff. I just wish we would have clarified this before we would have made that big ask and, and continue to make that big ask. It's great. You know, put it on the list of blunders. Yeah, but, things, things we all can do better. Yeah, but the result is, is phenomenal and it's only the beginning. It's going to take a while to build this. Movements take time. Go figure. But the foundation is there and we're going to keep building upon it and running with it. Mm-hmm. So that's my best explanation. How you can help. Many of you have already been more help than uh, I can explain. You all know who you are. A lot of people are involved in this. And um, so just one, you most of you have already helped. Two, you know, we need to keep the momentum going. We need to build this into something and it's going to take a long time. This is not going to be an overnight thing. The, the, the concept of this whole overnight success thing is, is nonsense. I've, I've very rarely seen, seen it actually play out in any kind of reality of any successful individual I've ever, I've ever met. And I've researched a lot of movements and it, nothing's overnight. So it's going to take a lot of sustained effort. But that's, that's one thing too. You have ideas. We're open. Yeah. We're always open. Well, because I think what we have like launched so far is really just the absolute bare minimum like foundation of yeah. let's get this thing off the ground and then we can continue working on what it is and how we can engage with the people who are in it and how you know they can engage with us. But it was like we had to get it moving. Correct. Was, I think that was where like the urgency was. It's like we need to get it off the ground. Yes. So yes, yeah. So it's off the ground, but uh, if you have any ideas going forward, all yours. And then um, just talk about it. Yeah. Just talk about it. If you want to post on social media, go. Great. Post on social media. If you want to just tell your mom about it, tell your mom about it. Just just talk about it. Just get involved in the movement and help foster it 
and, and, and grow it. Yeah. Even if people aren't getting in the industry, one of the big things we need to attack is this perception. I mean, I, I was getting off the plane the other day and some guy, I was, you know, we're, we're in a nice part of the plane. You get upgraded and that kind of stuff. When you fly international, it's pretty nice. For free, for free, chill. <laughs> and so this is, and I say that just because you know, people sometimes, you know, they, they do something. They do something. They're typically important people. And he sees my hard hat and he asks, what, what are you doing? Oh, well, you know, we're visiting construction projects, mining projects to just, you know, help inspire the next generation, teach people what goes on to, to keep society going. And he says, mining, huh? So they, they still do that? <laughs> And this is a smart guy. Like, yeah, actually. That's what we're up against. Mm -hmm. That's what we're up against. People don't even think, I, I, I say this, but people literally don't even think it exists anymore. And yet to, could not live a single day without it. That's what we're here to change. Yep. So I hope this is, I hope this is um, uh, uh, a helpful explanation. Yeah. I don't have all the answers right now. I don't have the complete explanation. I wish I could provide more certainty, but I can't. It's just, again, we're building a movement. We're doing something that's never been done before. That's why the opportunity is so big, but that creates some of the uncertainty or mm -hmm. what seems to be uncertainty. There we go. Dirt World. Dirt World. I want, do want to follow up real quick with um, you and Eric are going to be recording a podcast that's more public facing talking about the dirt world in Vegas and Trimble, you know, because you have plenty of time. You can always make time for it. We might. You're not pushing it? We might push it. Okay. Well, then MVM. I was going to say, I don't necessarily feel like I need to encourage the team to listen to Dirt Talk necessarily, but that's one I'd be, I feel like I would want our team to like listen to. Just it'll, like, it'll what be a really we, good how one. are we saying it long form? It's just, and, and, and maybe we don't push it. Like, again, things are fluid right now. Yeah. So, I, that might happen, might not. Yeah, we're okay. asking a lot of people. I I get it. I we just a little bit of patience too, a little bit of grace. But that's one thing. It's like uh, we have. I have a hand to play in promoting this thing on social, but I want it baked first. I yeah, want we the can't ask. Just go ahead and start talking about <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah, I want the ask to be clear. I want the call to action to be clear. I want what individuals get to be clear. Companies get to be clear before we start really pushing it. Yeah. So that's my only. And and again, the the other investment talks have some like altered the urgency just a little bit to sit, sit there so, to allow us to okay, well maybe can it bake for another week? Maybe yeah, we maybe we bake it for three more days, sure. you know. And, and it's not we're not going to stop it for you know uh, we're not going to stop it, but let's maybe shake. And, and we're I was just on this call to bake it out before I got in yeah. this room. That's why I was late. Yeah, it's being it's being worked out, but. Yeah, once Great. it's worked out, we're going to go full bore on it. Cool. That's cool. just why I haven't pressed on it yet because I, I I, understand kind of the bigger picture. I was waiting for a few things to potentially play out. I want it really baked because that's the biggest lever we have. And once you pull it, you pull it. Yeah, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Nope. Yeah. doesn't go back in. So. so that is that. Well, thank you for speaking into that. I know that um, I've certainly had questions and just more – uh, just a thirst for more context. Um, and it, I think it is helpful to hear that there is some, but then there's also, we're still figuring it out. Too. Is like your, having a, was your thirst somewhat quenched? Uh, I, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm totally sated. Uh -huh. Yeah. But better off. But I'm better off. So we're yeah. in a good spot. You're not 
SpongeBob in Sandy's little. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. Excellent. Well, that's cool. Dirt World, everybody. Stay tuned. We'll inform everybody as we go. This is happening very quickly. There's a lot of things going on. But first and foremost, I sincerely appreciate everybody on this team and how everybody's contributing. So thank you. Thank you for being a part of creating and fostering the movement that will go make the dirt world a better place. That will go make sure that this industry can support society for decades. We'll go make sure people in our industry feel proud every day that they show up. And we'll make sure that the next generation can proudly say, I am going to go into the construction industry when I grow up. I am going to go into mining when I grow up. Because right now that's not the case. Mm -hmm. But that should not be the case. Love it. Dirt Talk. Internal podcast. Internal podcast. Thanks, y'all.